Oh, what up, what up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to another another stream, our second one of the week. Our first Let's Chat stream uh, of the year, actually. It's been a busy, busy start to the year, so I haven't really got around to many of these, but definitely want to get back on these as the year goes on. So this is the first one. Um, it's different than our now spinning streams where we discuss music, the latest releases, uh, music that you guys send it to us that we react to, give our opinions about. This is more of our kind of potty podcast version of streams where we just kind of talk about the latest goings on in the culture. Um, gonna have some occasional guests, got some coming up the next week or two, two or three actually. And uh, yeah, and we're just gonna talk, chat, chop it up with uh, you guys about what what's popping, what's good in uh, what's good in the community these days. Um, so I like to do these um, to start out is basically, you know, I want to react to the latest trailers that have been coming out because film is right up there is maybe my favorite medium, maybe right behind music. I watch a lot of movies. I am kind of a music and movie whiz. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to hop into some of the latest trailers. Like I said, it's been the first one of the year and it's March. So I'm going to go back a little ways to watch trailers that I did not actually get a chance to watch and react to. So we're going to hop back a little bit before we get to stuff that I just released this week. Um, yeah. And then other than that, obviously, from the title, there were some really crazy lists that have been released over the last week or so that have been buzzing around the Internet that I kind of wanted to talk about. One of those being a best teachers and 10 and teen movies list. Um, we're going to read that, discuss it, talk about, you know, agree, disagree other movies and stuff. I think that was a pretty interesting topic. Also, there is the release of a new, um, horror movie trailer that sparked a lot of conversation about black characters and their deaths in uh, horror films over the last 50 years or so. So there's a, another interesting list that we wanted to talk about. And of course, I never really got around to this, but I got to touch on this uh, greatest rappers of all time list from Billboard. Not going to go too in depth on that one because I feel like it's been talked about to death, but I definitely got to, you know, throw my two cents into it. So but before we get into all that, let's just hop right into some of these latest trailers and see what they're talking about. First up, uh, Indiana Jones. I haven't seen it. I miss the desert. I miss the sea. And I miss waking up every morning, wondering what wonderful adventure the new day will bring to us. Those days have come and gone. Perhaps, perhaps not. Isn't it crazy just how old he is now? Like, I remember the early, you know, Indiana Jones, like they were like just yesterday watching them as a kid, even though they even came out before I was around. But they felt like, you know, just not like the other day. And now look at him. He's old as shit. Like, I don't know how old he is. Uh...
80 years old. 80. And he's doing another Indiana Jones movie. That's wild. I don't believe in magic. But a few times in my life. Phoebe Bridger or Phoebe Waller Bridge. Super dope. Uh, I forget what show it is, uh, but incredible writer. I've seen things, things I can't explain. And I've come to believe it's not so much what you believe. It's how hard you believe it. I'm her godfather. Get back. Okay, I'll bite. I mean, I'm definitely gonna check it out. It brings back straight up nostalgic feels. It was never like my favorite franchise, but I always did enjoy it. And uh, I don't know. I have a hard time believing that they're going to do it real justice in this day and age. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, they already tried with. Um, what was that? Uh, the Crystal Skull, which was absolutely horrendous. And then. Uh, but what was one good thing about the Crystal Skull is I was actually excited and interested to see them kind of pass the reins on to um Shia LaBeouf he's got his uh his problems for sure but I was I thought that would have been a dope choice to see him take up the man as the next Andy but I guess we'll just have to wait and see next up Infinity Pool now I've heard about this one I heard it was kind of like a body horror messed up type of movie so let's check it out i don't understand why we're doing this we barely know these people it's one day let's mix things up a bit you're just happy you found your fan club i've been waiting six years for your second book is it coming out soon i'm working on it what do you do for money then you married rich (laughs) (laughs) i actually came here looking for inspiration James Foster, you have to come with us. Here, the punishment for any crime committed is death. What? What did you say? But for significant. Isn't that like one of the um, seemingly wasn't that one of the seemingly like endless uh? Scars, Garch, kids, children. I know there's like Bill, Alexander. There's like two or three more that I can't remember. Some 
people built a double to stand in for your execution. your transformation. This is just a little game. But I can take some blood. Show me how strong you are. It's really disgusting. You could just sit there. And watch it happen. Okay, I was going to say, it kind of reminds me of like a David Cronenberg type of film from that kind of atmosphere, the music and, the, you know, everything else. But Brandon Cronenberg, is that his? Is that his son? Somebody let me know. You know, James, do you worry they got the wrong man? Yeah, I'm mildly interested, just mildly. Next, uh, 65. Terrible name. Charter 373. This is Commander Mills. My ship was hit by an undocumented asteroid. Transporting 35 passengers. On a long-range exploratory mission. Send help. We've crash landed on an uncharted celestial body. Location unknown. Quiet place. Okay. I don't know where we are. Aren't the writers? Um, what's his name? From the office. Y'all know I'm talking about Jim. I've located one survivor. A child. The atmosphere is breathable. There's something alien out there. Quiet. 
you and I are gonna get home. Home. Family. Ready? Okay, I did not expect that turn at all. Um, somehow they're flying in like some futuristic spaceship and they ended up in prehistoric Earth with dinosaurs. And it's like Jaws, but with dinosaurs and sci-fi futuristic weapons and shit. With Kylo Ren in the lead, like, nah, that looks very... That is, uh, that ain't it. That's for sure. Uh, also, I know, I know Adam Driver is like a very popular actor and he gets cast in a lot of roles. I'm, I don't really know why. Something about him just doesn't, I don't like him in most movies. Next, uh, Barbie Teasy trailer. Oh, this one of, uh, Margot Robbie. Since the beginning of time. Since the first little girl ever existed, there have been dolls. But the dolls were always and forever baby dolls. Until... like what is going on and then uh all right we got the actual teaser at the end so this is a legitimate teaser trailer i like the others but all right i mean they nailed the look at least they definitely nailed the look next oppenheimer this one i'm excited about because it's christopher nolan i believe and i will watch pretty much anything he produces he's made some of my favorite movies of all time intercella being right up there with the greatest films I think ever made. We imagine a future. And our imaginings horrify us. They won't fear it. I think Oppenheimer is, he's one of the guys that like invented the atomic bomb, if I, if I believe this is who they're talking about. Until they understand it. And they won't understand it. Until they've used it. 
theory will take you only so far. said i'll watch anything with christian nolan i would definitely want to see that one imax because i think the visuals would be absolutely insane um but i would be curious to see how they kind of uh approach this issue uh you know because it's a very complicated controversial issue are they gonna approach it from like a you know kind of celebration of what he's done and what he's accomplished which is obviously incredible and insane but at the same time credit and led to you know some of the biggest atrocities ever committed on this planet and probably created the weapon that would be the ultimate end of uh our society if it ever gets to that point so i'd definitely be interested to see kind of how he approaches this whole kind of conversation next evil dead rise uh, uh i'm a decent evil evil dead fan like i think that tv show they had on showtime uh made me even more a fan. I'm a Bruce Buffer fan for sure. Evil Dead was never my favorite horror franchise, but they were always like, they're always good for a fun watch. So let's check it out. What's up, sis? I had that much Beautiful dream. It was the perfect day. And all I could think about was how much I wanted to cut you all open and then climb inside your bodies <laughs> so that we could stay one happy family. <laughs> I was just a little girl I asked my mother What is this, Danny? I found it What will I be? She said to me Open up now You don't look so good, Mom Nothing a big old kiss from you won't fix
I promise. You'd be a good mom someday, honey bath. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know how to lie to kids. Mommy's with the maggots now. Alright, that was pretty dope. That last scene was definitely dope with her, you know, coming out of the bathtub like that and nailed the horror of it. But I wonder if they're gonna go like straight horror or they're gonna tap into Evil Dead as always tapped in, which is almost like slapstick comedy. Obviously it looks like they're gonna have the gore ratcheted up to a thousand, but I wanna see if it goes straight horror, which I'd definitely be less interested in seeing, or if they're gonna, you know, bring in some of those tried and true. Evil Dead tropes, which will be hard with no Bruce Buffer, but we'll see. I know they rebooted it like not that long ago, maybe five, six years ago. I wonder if this is like a direct sequel or another reboot. I guess we'll find out. Next up, Renfield. Featuring Nicolas Cage as Sorry to Tracy Dracula. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, Martha! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. Okay. Uh-huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? Renfield, bringing innocent victims. I want a handful of nuns, a busload of cheerleaders. And I just want a normal life again. But this modern world is a dangerous place. Thank you. You saved my life. Did I watch you cut a guy with a decorative serving platter? It's all in the wrist. Let me explain. My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring in people to eat? You're like the guy that gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi. Are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No! Oh, no! Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am Baracula. Okay. Obviously, we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Now, let's eat. I mean, 
it looks average, but Nick Cage is an absolute legend. I love to see that he's just full on just going for it and, you know, diving full on to the memes about him. Basically, he'll be in any movie. And I'm sure he's going to ham it up to the a thousandth degree as he should, because that's what we fully expect from him. That's what we come to love, man. It looks okay. Uh, it is an interesting kind of take on the vampire genre. And uh, Aquafina looks like she's starting to get a little name and get some more roles in movies. So that's also dope to see. Next is Bo is Afraid featuring Joaquin Phoenix. I am so sorry for what your daddy passed down to you. But I wanted a child, the greatest gift of my life. I'm visiting my mother tomorrow. It's mom. I'm just calling to say that I'm so, so, so excited to see you tomorrow. You're my angel and I love you. Okay. I love you. Okay, bye, sweetie. I love you. Are you at the airport? I'm on my way. I just... It's not safe, is it? What do you think I should do? I'm sure you'll do the right thing, sweetheart. Okay, so this is that movie. Um, Ari Aster is, he's produced some of the most fucked up, creepy movies probably the last decade with uh, Hereditary first being one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Definitely of this generation, number one. And then Midsummer, which is not my favorite movie, but had a lot of very fucked up and memorable uh, parts in it. All I gotta say is bear suit. And for those that know, you know, you understand. He has a fucked up mind and produced some fucked up shit. But it's always enjoyable, worth watching shit. So like I this was his next one that they had been talking about for a while. I didn't know this is the one. So I expect some strange shit to go on. Doesn't look like a whore, but kind of like a comedy. Satire, like, you know, black comedy. Huh. Welcome back. I hit you with my car. What? I know. That's, um, yeah. From the office, too. What's her name? Uh, Michael's like ultimate love at the end. That's dope. I actually have never seen her in anything other than the office. So that's dope. What? What is this? That's my little assistant health monitor. Feeling sad about going. Hold up. <laughs> Did they even play the uh, the Mike Michael song? Is that Goodbye Stranger? Is that the one that he sung Toby while he was leaving? Please let me know that this was actually the Toby song because that's fucking genius and exactly why I love A24. Homebo. Must feel totally unreal. I'm supposed to be leaving. I don't know if that's gonna happen. You will walk many miles. Dozens will become hundreds. Hundreds will become thousands. 
Your adventures will continue for years and years. This is a good home. I know. Do you want the truth now? That looks absolutely fucking crazy. And I'm here for absolutely all of it. That is amazing. This immediately jumped up to my watch list. A24, Joaquin Phoenix, Ari Aster, and then they had a callback to the office in there. Oh, yeah. I'm there first night. First night. Crazy. All right. I had to check on this band. Song. A guy who we will probably, I have done things. I like them. to sing them, but I am not going to be doing that today. Yesterday, I was up yeah. before the dawn, <laughs> and I really had fun. That's amazing. They really called back to uh, the office with that, with Toby in there. The, sing that, the song that Michael sung, Toby when he's leaving, they put it in there. And they also have uh, that the um, the girl from from office. What was her name in the office? What was her name in the office? Holly. Holly. How to forget that? They also have Holly in this movie, and then to put that in there, like, come on, that cannot be coincidence. That's fucking hilarious. All right. What else we got? What else we got? We got Bucky Barnes in here for the first time in another movie. I haven't seen him in much since then called Sharper. Sir, the police are here. Police? Detective, can we talk about this? I'm going to pay you for your time. Stop. He's not a cop. This is what my son does. He plays these games. All that work for $1,000. If you're going to steal, steal a lot. Sebastian Stan, Bucky Barnes from the MCU, if you didn't know what I was talking about. What are you doing here? Just wanted to say hi. AKA the Winter Soldier. I had a good time. All right, cool. See you around, Dad. I always assumed my son would inherit all this. He doesn't have the fortitude. He's weak. You like him a little bit. Of course I like him. He's a billionaire. We're celebrating. What exactly are we celebrating? Billions of dollars. Roll up your sleeves. Trust me. You can't cheat an honest man. 
That's why we never feel sorry for the mark. I really like you. I really like you too. You lied to me. We're all human. Just doing the best we can. You cause your mother anguish, and I will not have it. She wants me gone. How do you think it ends? Not well. What did you tell him? I'm going to take a billion dollars and aim it in your direction. Is this real? This is real. Looks all right. Um, looks average. I haven't loved a lot of movies Apple TV has kind of put out. They've all been fairly mid, fairly forgettable. And this looks like just yet another one. It might be okay, but nothing like crazy. Next, Scream 6. Scream is officially back. And uh, I can't lie. I haven't seen one since probably like Scream Two or three. They were never like my main cup of tea when it came to horror films, but I know a lot of people like them, and we're getting another one. You got a problem here, guy? the secret there's a darkness inside of me it followed me here and it's gonna keep coming for us we share a certain history this isn't like any other ghost face what is this place a shrine we've got to lure him in we execute him. I don't even know what this is at this point anymore. Like, is he like supernatural at this point? Is he like, um, from uh, Halloween, Mike Myers? Is he like that now at this point? Because I swear to God, they've killed this character like a hundred times by now. And it's always like a real person, isn't it? It's crazy. Now he's got like all these fighting skills and shit before it was like a team kid who was really doing doing it so like i said i haven't been keeping up so let me know i don't really know what's going on is he like a superhero now all supernatural powers or what hello let's play a game you know you're like the 10th guy to try this right it never works out for the dipshit in the mask maybe but there's never been one like me gail <laughs> I'm something different. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head.
You want me. So let's finish this. Guys? Like I said, not really for me. Eh. Kind of cheesy, corny. Feels like they're running out of ideas. Next, Shazam. Uh, Shazam 2. I've not been a fan of any of the Shazam stuff that I've seen or that they put out. The first one was absolutely terrible, but let's give this one a watch. of this realm can do nothing to stop us you are very menacing i just want you to know that a lot has changed in the last few years the wizard gave me superpowers Shazam! and then everybody got superpowers started from the bottom now we're here all right here's the situation started from the bottom now the whole team here Daughters of Atlas are coming to hunt us. Children stole the power of the gods. Damn! You ripped it from our father's core. Okay, I feel like maybe I should be writing all this down. Give us the powers, child. Your world will not survive this. You want these powers? Come get them! Hey, Khaleesi! Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team in. We have one job to do. Save the world. Billy! I don't know how we fight powers like this. I can't do this. Take my powers back. You gave them to me, so you would take them back, right? I spent millennia searching for a worthy champion. You know exactly what must be done. Billy, what are you doing? I have to do this. We end this now! Yeah, we do. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Yeah, that looks terrible. That looks absolutely awful. That's looks like one of the movies where everything that people complain about, like these superhero films, that looks like it hits every single one of those checklists. That was awful. And the first one was easily one of the corniest movies to come out of like DCEU or Marvel Cinematic Universe. This was clearly made before James Gunn took control. So I, 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 this might be the last time you see Shazam on screen for quite some time because 
this might kill it officially. That looks absolutely trash. But next, uh, let's go to We Have a Ghost. We're all here trying to get a fresh start. Nothing like bad happened here, right? You moved into the house of death. Everyone says it's haunted. No, 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 wait. don't go! I miss the nightmare! We have a ghost. Okay. No, I'm serious, Kevin. Caught him on camera. Oh, we gotta show mom. No, 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 no. The entire world is captivated with Ernest. Three million views in six minutes. That's money! <laughs> Our whole street's kind of mad thanks to you guys. Jesus Christ. Not funny. I'm Kevin. That's so trippy. Can you talk? What happened to you? You don't remember? <laughs> Mystery. If we're gonna find out what happened, it's out there. Our orders? to apprehend the ghost. Light him up! Get off me! Yeah. Being an outlaw suits you. Is he here now? Ready to have some fun? Looks awful. Absolutely terrible. And they actually have some pretty big names in there, which is they must got paid a lot because that looks like absolute dog shit. Um, it's kind of a mix between Casper and E.T. And it looks terrible. Let's, let's just leave it at that. It looks terrible. Uh, it's just, you know, I still got a pretty decent little list here, but let me skip a bunch and say those for later. We're going to hit like three more that I want to talk about. Um, uh, Galaxy Volume 3. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm Star-Lord. I formed the Guardians. Met a girl, fell in love. That girl died, but then she came back. <laughs> came back a total dick. Oh, please. He left out some important information, but that is the gist of it. It is kind of wild that James Gunn has this movie coming out this year. Then he's also like now fully head in, in charge of the entire DC movie universe. And I think maybe TV too. So it's like, you know, this guy's getting a, 
that check right now. That's wild. My sacred mission is to create the perfect society. He didn't want to make things perfect. He just hated things the way they are. you all to know that I'm grateful to fight beside my friends. Incinerate them. <laughs> we were always searching for a family until we found each other. Are you ready for one last ride? fly away together into the forever and beautiful sky. Whoever it was that you were in love with, it sounds more like her. Her? Do not bring me into this. <laughs> Knock it off! What? I never noticed how black your eyes were. They were replaced by my father as a method of torture. He he picked a pretty set. I mean, to me, Guardians of the Galaxy has always been some of the best movies to have ever come out of. Still on MCU. Um, this one looks like it's going to be another hit, another banger. Looks like there's going to be some major change up to the team. Definitely gonna be some deaths along the way. Uh, first look at Adam Warlock, like I'm interested. I'm definitely excited to kind of see it. I'm just hoping, you know, it lives up to the hype because the last few movies we've gotten from uh, Marvel have not been hidden. They have not been hidden. All right, another one of these superhero movies, The Flash. Um, been a lot of controversies surrounding the Flash, uh, with the actor and the changeup at Warner and DC and everything, anything and everything between. Been just a very controversial run up to this film that's supposed to be massive and have like all these big name people coming back. So I never got a chance to see the trailer, so I'm definitely interested to see how it's looking right now. Let's go to the Flash. Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline, another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? Because this is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. Time has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds, drawn to each other like magnets. My face, 
on my face. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sorry. We've been waiting for you. I created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, for all the comic book nerds out there, like, I kind of know this story. Uh, I believe it's called Flashpoint, and he goes back and saves his mother from ever dying, which really screws up the entire timeline and changes the history of it. everything. People that you know are no longer around. Superheroes that are around are no longer around. And I believe that little scene right there. Let me go ahead and write that back right there. Cause this, this right here, if it's correct to the comic books, that's Superman. That's Superman. He was discovered by the U S government and been held in captivity under in a bunker for his entire life. So he never got exposed to the radiation of the sun. So he never became Superman. And that looks like what they're doing here. And if that's what they're doing here, that's fucking crazy. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? Fucking Michael Keaton back as Batman. This movie is looking wild. It's actually got me hyped right now. I definitely got to see this one out. You're, you are. Yeah. I'm Batman. I can't undo what I did. If I can't get back, there might not be a future. What's the play? Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. Not Clark. My name is Kara. I, I'm well, Barry. We're Barry. Barry, what are you doing? Our kids are gonna want to see this. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. Nah, that shit looked wild. Yo, I was absolutely right. That was Superman, except it wasn't Superman. That was Supergirl, his cousin. That Michael Keaton back as Batman, Ben Affleck in here. Like, no wonder they didn't want to cancel this movie after everything he was doing. If they were going to cancel a movie, it would have been this one, but. 
now I see why they want to cancel this movie. This might actually be an absolute banger from the DC universe, which you have not been able to say very much. Oh yeah, I'm hyped now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in there. Day one. Day one, I'm in there. Day one. Let's go. Let's do one more. Um, this one I want to talk about specifically called the blackening, which is uh, has opened up some conversations about an article and some topics that we're going to talk about later with black characters in horror movies. But this one just dropped called the blackening. Let's watch it. Really, bitch? A cabin in the woods? Now let's get it all in perspective for all y'all enjoyment. You still a slave to the white man? Y'all gonna start calling my wife the white man, all right? Newness, here's the anthem. Put your hands up that you shoot with. Count your what we with. do on Juneteenth? Oh, hell no. Where are you going? Look for the fuse box. What kind of house is this? No, no thank you. The blackening? Whoa! Jim Crow Monopoly. Shit probably runs on racism. Pick a card and save Morgan. What do you mean save Morgan? Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, I'm weak. Hey, and that dude, like, he already looked like. All right, for those that know, whoever saw their original Super Mario movies with those little disgusting, shrunken head turtle Koopas. That's what that dude looked like. Let me see what racism. Tell me how you don't look like that. Come on, bro. He looked just like one of those shrunken head turtle motherfuckers from uh, the original Super Mario. So John Leguizamo. That's hilarious. That's fucking funny. All right, let's go. Pick a card and save Morgan. What do you mean save Morgan? <laughs> Refuse to play and she dies. I think we have to play the game. In your predicament, the black character is always the first to die. I will spare your lives if you sacrifice the person you deem the blackest. The blackest? Nobody should judge anybody in here, bro. You have two minutes to decide. Shanika, she say nigga the most. Nigga. See? Wait. Y'all can't pick me. I'm gay. Oh, Clifton. Yeah. That can prove I'm not the blackest. Prove it. I've never seen Friday. I voted for Trump. <gasps> what? What? Twice. You oh, wait, no. Playboy, your time's up. We need. Yeah, I'm in. They got me. I'm in. This shit looks fucking funny as fuck. I'm in there. Let's go. A plan. Don't say it. Don't you dare. We don't say this. Don't mm -hmm. say it. We have to split up. Oh. Your time has run out. It's time to die. There's a crazy person out here hunting us. You got Rosa Parks on your shirt, right? Would she be sitting down right now? I mean, that's exactly what she did. You can shut up! Made you look. Made you look. What? what? Black women gotta save everyone else! Damn time! Oh, made you look. Yo, stop playing. I got a gun! That's too DMX. What are you doing? Yo, I'm weak. Yo. 
right. They got me. I'm in there for sure. I'm I'm definitely in there. That look like some scary movie, haunted house, uh with with the Waynes. Like that should look funny, bro. That look funny. I'm definitely in there with that one. Oh man. All right. The blackening. Which open a conversation we're gonna talk about later with black characters and those that died in uh in horror movies. Cause it's clearly playing on all the tropes of those nineties uh horror films, even eighties, whatever. Horror films just in general that have always had the black character die first. Always gotta die first. But the whole cast is black. So which one died first? That's funny, bro. That's hilarious. All right. I'm in there. I'm in there with that one. All right, that's it from a little trailer roundup. I, uh, you know, we went through quite a few of them. Like I said, I haven't, I haven't watched any trailers for like a while. So I definitely wanted to kind of hop in and get a feel for what's going on. What's out there? What's, what's, what's jumping up. There's definitely some stuff that I'm most interested in seeing, uh, the flash move for one that looked like an absolute banger. Bo's afraid looks like some absolute bonkers stuff that I have to be there for and the blackening I'm there day one. Let's go. Um, yeah, so we're going to get to our main topic. We're going to be discussing kind of what's going on around the culture. What's popping up, what's happening, uh, before we get into like our main, main topics, we're going to look, discuss stuff that's been announced and kind of been talking about on Twitter. Instagram socials everywhere. And uh first thing I want to talk about is Dreamview Music Festival. They just announced the uh, the lineup for it. And it looks it looks like it might be an absolute banger. And if you're in Raleigh, you definitely gotta check that out. Dreamville, J. Cole, his label. Uh I don't know how long they've been doing the festival. I know it's been kind of recently, but uh he looks like he's going all out this year. Let's let's check this out. April first to the second. Saturday, Sunday, only two days, so quick, short, little uh, little festival. They don't got like a hundred names, but like thirty at the most. So this would definitely be one that'd be right on my alley. Saturday, got Usher headlining, Lil Dirt, Ari Lennox, City Girls, Sean Paul, Earth Gang, Jesse Reyes, Keegalock, Sir, Luke, Omen. Marcus Clay, Vic Tony. Outside of Marcus Clay and Vic Tony, I don't know. Everybody else? That looks fire. Usher alone. He got so many hits. He got so many hits. That'd be fire. Dirk up there. No, I'm not the biggest Dirk fan, but Dirk up there. Sean Paul. Got some absolute bangers. Jesse Reyes. Earth Gang. That's fire. All right. Sunday. J. Cole and Drake together. On stage, what that mean? They go hit for hit? Cause they only got like a couple songs together. To see them out there like together, yeah, like going back and forth, that'd be crazy. So, Cole headlining with Drake, crazy. Are we gonna get a J Cole uh, Drake album too? That'd be wild. Summer Walker, DID, Glorilla, Boss. Waka Flocka, Mario, Iris Star, Baby Tate, Cos, Jordan Ward, Ruben Vincer, and Burner Boy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cole doing something. Cole is definitely doing something. That looks like an absolute banger of a festival 
only two days, nice and short, in and out. If I was around Raleigh, North Carolina, April 1st or 2nd, I'd definitely be pulling up because that looks that looks fire. What else is being talked about? Um, for all my 90s kids out there, my little 90s babies, uh, like yourself, like your boy, American Girls, the, uh, you know, the famous doll company. They've always done like retro dolls and stuff, but mostly from the 70s and 80s and, you know, beyond. Now they're rolling out the 90s themed dolls. How fucking old do you feel now? We're getting retro dolls now. That is wild to me. Feels like it was just yesterday, but no, here we are. American girls, 90s themed dolls already on the way. Crazy. What else? Ooh, Stranger Things is getting a stage play. Uh, that's also a prequel. It's called the first shadow. Oh, the first shadow hits. Stage in London. Stranger Things is getting a prequel to help make the wait for season five a little easier. Stranger Things, the first shadow. Late 2023. And so it's a prequel origin stories. A young Hopper enjoys. Here's the premise. Hawkins, 1959, a regular town with regular worries. Young Jim Hopper's car won't start. Bob Newby's sister won't take his radio show seriously. And Joyce Malinato just wants to graduate and get the hell out of town. When new student Henry Creel arrives, his family finds that a fresh start isn't so easy and the shadows of past have a very long reach. Now, I'm a pretty big Stranger Things fan, especially the last season. That was fire um i'm not very sure about all those names but i think henry creel is spoiler alert um the father maybe of uh of vecna if i believe that if i remember that correctly um or maybe he is vecna okay Henry Crew is back now. All right. Not big on plays, but I do love Stranger Things. So if you're in London, maybe you can check that out. Um, All right, the list that everybody's been talking about, 50 years of hip hop, 50, 5, 0, which is wild to think, you know, it feels like it's been around for so long, but it really hasn't only, only 50 years, really it's been around, but it's so ubiquitous, so ingrained to the culture that it feels like it's been around forever, but only 50 years. So, you know, 50 years of hip hop, everybody's been talking about. 
the history, the origin, paying homage, the people that paved the way for everybody, people currently doing it. Uh, they did a big kind of 50 year tribute at the, um, at the Grammys, which I actually never got a chance to watch. So we might watch that. Yeah, so to pay homage, uh, the Grammys put on, you know, a little medley for 50 years of hip hop that had a bunch of people starring in it. And uh, just been a whole lot of conversation about just the history, the impact, the everything of hip hop over the past 50 years. 50 is a big milestone. So people have been talking about it for a long time, uh, you know, ever since the Grammys. There've been some crazy lists, so we're definitely going to talk about the billboard list, but let's just watch this medley. Never got a chance to watch it. 50 years ago, a street princess was born to be an icon. The art form took the Black entire dot. world by storm. How she do it? Her influence, constantly raising the stakes each generation. Domination by whichever means it takes to go from spark into a flame that became public domain. And she prefers to be referred to by her full government name. Maybe it's just the audio on this video. I hope it's not the actual audio, but the mix sounds like absolute shit. And I hope that's not how they did us uh, at the Grammy, because that'd be dirty. Can't stand us, but give us respect. Radio, believe me, I like it loud. I'm the man with the box that can rock the crowd. Walking down the street to the hardcore beat while my JVC breaks the concrete. I'm sorry if you can't understand, but I need a radio inside my hand. Don't mean to offend other citizens. Let the mic back inside you the woman fighting me, fighting me, inviting me to rhyme. 
mind will be kicking until I hit my last show. My mind remains to find all kind of ideas. Self esteem, make it seem the thought two years to fill. You'll say your rhyme after the next one. Prepare, never scare, I'll just bless one. And you know that I'm the show low with rock, can make clap, get it. Come on, yes! The rhythm, the rebel, when I'm applause, I'm on my level. A hard drama, we never finish. You in style, you know it's time to take okay uh like I said, I don't know. I hope the audio wasn't like mixed like that live because how that video sounded, it sounded weak and that crowd was dry as fuck. Hopefully it's just the way they're mixing it for the YouTube video. But I mean, it's dope to see them. It's definitely dope to see them get recognition on stage. I think there's other parts. So let's, uh, let's check out the other ones. Hey, yo, Black, okay. it's time to rock the rhyme. What kind of rhyme? The kind of rhyme to make the crowd respond, know what I mean? Indeed, we the greatest of all time. Keep, Keep it a hundred. It's how we run it down the line. It's like this, yo, this, yo, this, yo, this, yo. Did it, did it, did it, did it, this, yo. It's like this, yo, this, yo. Did it, did it, did it, did it, this, yo. Come on. the soul. Trooping in with the jungle patrol. And this one's about the KO. That knockout punch be on that like, hold up. Just wait, y'all. We gonna talk about party on the stage. But before we up the gauge, make sure the levels are straight out the ghetto. And I can't sleep. I toss and turn. In a six of the dark bitches, the bike be burned. Four walls closing in, getting bigger. I am paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. Hustler. Word, I pull the trigger on, rip my teeth, spray to every sucker's gone. Got my block sewn on the dope spot. Left thing I sweat to suck a punk out. Move like a king when I roll hops. You try to flex, bang, another sucker drop. You gotta deal with this, cause there's no way out. Why? Cash money ain't never gonna play out. Alright, I think it's one more. Part three. I used to sneak into my uh brother's room when he would leave school because they would have left before me. Mine was like an hour later. Throw on the headphones, throw the throw Wu Tang in into the 36 chambers on and blew my little mind away. And from that day forward, I was a hip hop fanatic. Method Man was always my favorite out of the group. Right from jump. Big boy. Uh dope to see him. Kinda whack that Andre ain't out there. And uh I mean maybe obsolete, but right now it's kinda it's kinda whack. They're a group. They did what they did. 
it would just be nice to see him kind of hop out there too. I was a curve, I struck a nerve, and now you about to see the side play a serve. I heard it's not where you from, but where you pay rent. Then I heard it's not what you made, but how much you spent, spent now. I'll throw your hands in the air and wave for my just no care. If you like fishing, grace and all that pimp shit, everybody let me hear you say, feel. Put you with all the lines of what you saying, y'all. Silly with the nine, every with the dirty, y'all. When I be on the market, I do my duty, y'all. When I'm in the club, like we find in the suit, You don't want to violate, baby, really, you're truly. My baby dog, Bella Day, Julio. Type of brother that'll slap you with us. Real shook, skid to death, act fruity. Party with me. Let me see just what you got for me. Put your hands with Hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all think I came to play with y'all? Busta Rhymes, the best live performer in hip hop, probably ever, period. Let me show you how to keep the dice rolling when you're doing that thing over there, homie. Let's go. Cause I feel like I'm running and I feel like I gotta get away, get away, get away. Better know that I don't ever want to die cause I never gotta win every day, man. Should never give me one of the man. Know that you will never pop, man. Know that I gotta be a little cock, man. You ain't never gonna. Messed up a couple times there, but props on for even doing it live. Missy, my favorite hip hop female artist of all time. There's really no competition when it comes there. I mean, that's all they put up. I hope that's not the whole show because, man, they missed a lot. No West Coast, you know what I mean? No Dre, no Snoop, no no acknowledgement of Pop, Big, no Wayne. Like, I mean, what they did was all right. It was decent. It was cool. But to really pay homage to hip hop, man, they should have did it somewhere else because that, that, that crowd was dry. The Grammys ain't the place. Hopefully, like BT does something, uh, something special from this year, cause that ain't it. That wasn't it. But yeah, so ever since then, you know, everybody talk about the last fifty years in hip hop, greatest rappers, all this, and Billboard, of course, put out their own list because you know, 
That's what gets the clicks. That's what gets people talking. That's what that's what gets people in up in arms in one way or another. That's how you create a conversation. Pretty genius, honestly. People do it all the time with lists, but the timing of it couldn't have been more perfect. Um, people had their opinions all across the board, all across the industry. And uh, you know, I have my own opinions too, but let's just check out this list. 50 greatest rappers of all time. Number 50, Rick Ross. I'm not mad at that. I don't know even know if I would have him in my top 50. I'd have to like really, really think about to go down that far, but I'm not entirely mad that he's there. If he's gonna be on there, he would definitely be around that range. Rev Run, Run DMC, 49. Hmm, I don't know. That, that seems kind of low for somebody that like kicked down the doors for so many of these acts that you see today. He is the definition of, I mean, he's almost single-handedly the reason why hip hop's so mainstream. I know they're a group, so I don't know. I also can't speak to his bars, really. So maybe, like, again, I don't really know what their criteria is here. Let me check out if they got it. First, to limit the rap arena to North America. Okay. So Slick Rick wasn't on this record? Like, really? No Slick Rick? That's a little wild. That's wild. Okay. Body of work and achievements. So success, like mainstream success. Culture impact influence. Okay. That's a subjective thing, but some have more than most. Uh, longevity. Okay. Lyrics and flow. So, I mean, that's some de decent criteria. Let's see how well they kind of up to it. 48 is Mel Mel. Like I said, I can't really speak to that one. Um, I know, obviously, the song that everybody knows from Grandmaster Flash and Fierce Five, but I can't really speak much else than that. MC Light, also, a little bit before my time. Can't speak to it. Jada Kiss at 46. Long. Oh, all right, bro. Off rip, they're wrong. Jada Kiss at 46 is absolutely nuts. We're talking about, long, what did they say? They said longevity. Jada been in the game since what, like 93, 94? Body of work. Bro, he's been on some of the biggest songs in the history of, of rap. Influence. Okay. Maybe a little shake there. Uh, He definitely had a run in this period. I don't think he like influenced any of these future generations or created his own style. But if we're talking flow and lyricism, there's not five rappers, 10 rappers better than him, let alone 45. Nah, that's crazy. Jadakiss of course is nuts. Like Ice T, like come on bro. I see dope, but his impact, his flow, his lyricism, man, ain't touching Jada, bro. I'm sorry. That's wild. Queen Latifah. Okay. Okay, we'll say yeah. Jada at 46 is wild, bro. Wild. Bun B. Bun B up here. He was never the best flower. Didn't have the best lyricism. 
but he was always saying some some ish. And obviously with UGK, their influence on Southern rap, Texas rap alone was huge. So influence alone, he definitely deserves to be somewhere around there. Redman, bro, again, all these rappers above Jada, that's crazy though. But Redman, nice. 40, above Jada, hell no. But on here for sure. Started the whole kind of, well, and start, but he definitely brought the hype and we went to, you know, mainstream for the period that it was. Got his own flow. Very unique. Still putting out music. Yeah, all right. Yeah, 40 is crazy as well, because I don't think. If we're just basing off just emceeing, OK, I can see it. He wouldn't even be top 50. If we're just doing it off a of basic top 50 MCs, like actual MC rappers in hip hop, there's absolutely no shot that Dr. Dre is uh, in the top 50. That's wild. No shot. But if we're talking about like everything else, production, influence, he top five. You know, just off influence alone. Just look at the people you put on. Look at the people you produce for. Look at the whole 90s and what he did for that. Like, he top five. We're talking about them. If we're talking MCs. Like, if that is the criteria here, he not top 50. Ah. Uh, but then he does have the Chronic and Chronic 2001. Those two albums alone. Okay. I can maybe see it. I can maybe see it. Luda definitely deserves being there. 39 is probably a little low. He almost single-handedly like introduced me to Atlanta rap outside of like like modern day kind of Atlanta rap, not Outkast, because Outkast kind of transcends any region or, or sound. But like the Atlanta rap that you were hearing, like he now that kind of built off of what he was doing. He he's the one that put me on. He a little low to me. Gucci, lyricism not there, flow okay, longevity crazy, influences absolutely nuts. But much like Dre, it's not really influence on the mic or with the rap or music. It's more just influence and finding the right artists, giving opportunities, putting them in the right positions. He's hell of a and R, but MC, nah. Common is super low at thirty-seven. Like crazy longevity, influences, eh? But flow, lyricism, MCing ability, he another one. Hard pressed to find ten rappers more consistent than him. Yazin Bay. Probably a little low, but his output has been kind of slow, kind of dry. If he ever like put his mind to it, yeah, he'd be much higher. Future 35, quite honestly, probably too low. If we're talking influence alone, like he influenced this entire wave of new generation rappers between him and Wayne, like he is basically the blueprint for a lot of these people. So. Flows, 
His flows are nice. Lyrics are not. But influence alone, too low. Chuck D at 34. He influenced a lot of people. Uh, it's probably too long, man. That's probably too low. Busta Rhymes. I said Busta Rhymes. He deserves to be around here. Around here. Around the 30s. High 30s. T.I. same. High 30s. When he was at his peak, yeah, he was that guy. He was definitely that guy. But I don't think he really had like the longevity. People ain't really checking for him like that anymore. Lil' Kim. Off of influence alone? Oh, yeah, this whole wave of female rappers. You can point to her and direct B-line to Cardi B, to Nicki, to, to everybody you see came from the Nick Lil' Kim uh, tree of rap. So off that alone? Yeah, for sure. Longevity? Nah. But she can flow. She can rap. So uh, influence alone for sure. Lauren Hill. Okay. Influence. Absolutely. Because her one, one solo album still holds up to this day. Still influences so much music that's come out. The whole swinging, rapping, like he kind of. I don't know if she pioneered it, but she definitely brought it to a new kind of level and that people like really took notice of like, oh, this could be a thing for real. And uh, like I said longevity, you can't say she had one album outside of the Fugees. Obviously, she had the Fugees, but 30 might be a little high for her just, just for the fact that she disappeared, man. She only had one album and disappeared and was never seen again. Pusha T. Love Push, man. But as a solo artist above Jada, T.I., Ludacris. Nah, he's, he's too high. He's, he's definitely way too high. Black Dot. Black Thought is easily one of the most disrespected uh, lyricists in hip hop because obviously he played with like a live band and their music wasn't just straight hip hop. It was always like a fusion of anything and, and everything else. Um, but as the years have gone on, he's definitely gotten more and more recognition and appreciation for his ability to, as an actual rapper. He, they do have a large talent, but he doesn't have any... Well, he does, but he doesn't have very much solo stuff. So I would have to knock him for that. And I also have some absolutely insane freestyles and guest features. His impact, his influence on the actual culture, I don't think it's been been that strong. So I, I would have to say he's too, he's too low. Q-tip, too low. Off top, 27 is too low. His influence in hip-hop is absolutely insane. Not only from a rapping perspective, from a production perspective, from an A&R perspective, everybody wants to work with him for a reason. Like Q-Tip, his influence in hip-hop is insane. 
and 27 for him is insane. Like, come on. I love fun, bro. I love fun, bro. But his influence, his impact, influence on culture is not as big as Q-Tip. It's not. Twenty six, might be a little too high for my boy. Method man, twenty five. Hmm, I could be alright with that. I could be alright with that because a lot of the time he's been spinning groups. But come on, lyrically, influence wise, flow, emceeing ability. Very hard to touch that man. Very hard to touch him. Everybody knows M-E-T-H-O-D, man. Anytime you hear that, everybody's rapping. Everybody's saying it word for word for a reason. So 25 might be too low for my boy too. KRS one. Influence is crazy. Obviously, top tier rapper. It's hard for me to judge these uh, older artists, though. I'll give it to him, though. Curtis Blow. Again, older artist Influences, obviously, clear. Like, they were the pioneers. But there's so many artists that surpassed them. Out of respect, they're this high. But if we're talking in reality, it's all right. I have to, I'd have to put them lower. I'd have to put them lower. Ghostface. Low ghost. Super underrated. Right behind Meth Man as one of my favorite or my favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Has a bunch of soul stuff. I mean, he, he clearly influenced Action Bronson. Um, all right, so I can deal with that. 22 is about right. DMX 21, too low. Off top, too low, too low. Throw the hole this way. Just the fact that you have DMX at 21 is insane, bro. The only one artist ever has had two multi platinum albums in the same year, number one albums in the same year, and that is him. And he did it in the height of Jay Z's run. From New York. Bro, he did a concert at the Woodstock. A one man concert at the Woodstock in front of like what looked like a million people. It shut it down. We talking influence though? Like, and we talking actual influence and in rap? Bro, DMX is an icon. Like, he transcends rap. He was in movies. Bro, people knew him that didn't even know his raps. Like, ah, 21 is crazy. 21 is absolutely wild. Like, way too low. He pushed in top 10 for me. Top 10. He pushed in top 10. Big Daddy Kane, again, old artist. I know them. I know some of their songs. Not super familiar. Hard to, hard to argue because they're the pioneers. They're the pioneers of rap. Missy 19. Mm. 
like I said, for me, my favorite female um, hip hop artist of all time is Missy Elliott. Transcendent, iconic, did multiple genres, had club hits, had number ones, rapped with the best dudes out there. 19 might be low. She'd be in my top 15, probably. Cube at 18. Again. Bro, might be too low, man. Like, they invented gangster rap, basically. Like, and he was writing for the whole group. So you could say he invented gangster rap. The original gangster rap, Ice Cube. We're talking influence, bro. Not just music, film, TV shows, everything. Like he paved the way. He showed the way how you can like transition into this like and full on entertainment mogul. Bro, he gave us like one of the greatest movies of all time, arguably the greatest black movie of all time. A lot of people would say with Friday. So we just talk influence alone. Flow is crazy. Lyricism crazy. Well, he's arguably one of the greatest writers of, you know, hip hop's history. Paved the way for so many dudes. 18 might be low. Might be low. 50. That's about right. He'd be around my, like, 15 range. His impact is insane. I don't think we've ever seen anybody kind of blow up the spot like he did. And I don't know if we'll ever see anybody blow up the spot like he did ever again. Went diamond on the first album. Uh, that's about right. Garfaith. Love Scarface. But above 50 Cent and some of them. Hard to argue. Just because of the mainstream success. For those that know, know. But we're talking like full on mainstream success. I don't think he reached the same level as some of these dudes. But influence wise. Especially in the South. Especially in like Texas. It was there. So I'm not mad. I'm not mad. He could be there. Cole, 15. Cole's definitely in my, hmm, I don't know if he'd be in my top 15. I know I love Cole. I absolutely love J. Cole. He'd be in my top 20 for sure. Top 15? I don't think he influences that many artists. I feel like he's elite at what he, do, at what he does, but I don't think he's like changed the game in any particular way. He's obviously had massive success. Um, but 15 over like some of the names that we talked about over cube over 50. Nah, I can't do that. He'd probably be my top 20 though. LL 14. That's about right. He deserves respect. He, his influence is crazy. He crossed over. Maybe. Mm, Around the same time as Cube, but 
he also showed another way. He was like the first to me. He was like the first true superstar, superstar in rap that could cross over between singing hits for the girls, singing some free stuff, singing the hard songs, like still be respected in each and every way. Lyricism was there. Yeah, he about right. Rakim. Again, I love Rakim. But we're talking success, longevity. Couldn't put him over L. Just couldn't. But I love him. But I love him. But he can be around there. That's fine. All right. Here's always the thing. They always want to put Andre. It's like top five, top ten, top. Right now, what do they got him at? Number twelve. And I love Andre three thousand. But we're not gonna act like Bitboy didn't carry a lot of those early albums uh, lyrically. Lyrically, he's nice. He is very nice when he decides to actually rap and actually decides to put out verses. They're always memorable. Everybody has to stop. The whole hip hop world stops, takes notice. Influence is crazy because he 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 changed he changed genres like and he showed dudes. You can do it and still be respected in the game and still still be who you are. Like one of the most unique individual rappers in all of hip hop history, for sure. But if we're really looking at it, like really, really looking at it, he's only had one album, one, one solo album. Now, if we're talking to Outcast together, that's a different conversation. But if we're just talking Andre's one solo album, he's too high. Yeah, he's too low. <laughs> I know I know it's not cool to say uh you know, to be a Yay fan these days, which I'm not outside of his music, quite honestly. But musically, you can't deny what this guy has done. His influence is absolutely insane. The amount of artists that he's put on and made big, or even artists that were already big and made even bigger, is endless. His influence on production, his influence on rap, his influence on fashion. Off of influence alone, he's top five. If we're talking MCing, okay. He's probably even lower than this. He's got some bars, but that's not what he's known for. He's known as producing music. Producing some of the best music out there. And if he's not a top 10 on the rapping list or rappers list, the list don't even matter. So too low. Like, come on, Nikki above Ye. Are you crazy? Like, really? Are you all fucking like Billboard's fucking crazy? Above Ye. Nikki Minaj. How? How sway? How sway? How Nikki above Ye is crazy. Nikki not top ten rappers. Nikki's nice, super nice. I'm not putting her above Missy. Above Missy, I'm not. I'm for sure not putting her above Ye. Come on, bro. Stop it. Stoop nine. Okay, I can do that. It's hard to. Argue anybody's been more successful as a persona and a rapper than him. Like he's he's it. Some do I'm cool with that. 
Drake number eight. Okay, I'm cool with that. Just because he hasn't been in the game that long. Well, he has been in the game. Ah, he's still young. So, eight is solid. I can do eight. I can do eight. Wayne, seven. Depending on who you speak to, this is too low. Some people would say he's top three, top five at least. But if we're really considering it, for me, you got to put Big, Pac, Jay, Nas, M. But I would take Wayne over him. So, I, okay. I'll say Wayne's top five. So, he's too low. He's definitely too low. Number six is big. Big outside top five. It makes no sense, bro. Like, if you put on his album to this day, to this day, you would say that is the best rapper alive. If you didn't know that he was gone. To this day, people have not been able to do what he's done. So, outside the top five is just pure nonsense. I'm sorry. Him, like I said, he'd be probably number six for me. Just looking in. Impact is undeniable. Un undeniable. But a lot of that has to do clearly with this race in a genre that is super black dominated. He came in and absolutely held his own. And not only held his own, surpassed a lot of the people in front of him that came before him that were around him. So I fully understand the impact side of things. His emceeing and lyrical ability is absolutely undeniable. But if we're like talking about the culture, like actual culture, not just, you know, worldwide popularity, you can't be in top five. You just can't. Number six, though, I can put him at six. Pocket four. If we're talking impact and influence, like I don't think there's any been any rapper more influential than Tupac. To this day, people still speak about him like he's alive. To this day, you can go on any corner of the planet and find somebody talking about Tupac, listening to Tupac, wearing a shirt with Tupac. Like, so for me, he's always, I mean, he's my number one off, off rip. He's my favorite rapper of all time. But for me, at least top three, at least his influence is crazy. Number three, Nas. I can live with that. Nas is my favorite actual lyricist, like MC rapping, pure MC rapping ability. Nas. Nas is number one for me when it comes to that. But impact and influence, not as strong as some of the others out here. Longevity is crazy. He's still 30. Was he like 30 years in? And he just put out like a number one album. So longevity is there. Top three, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that one. Kendrick, I love Kendrick. Kendrick is my favorite artist probably out right now, but number two is entirely too high. He does have a couple classic albums under his belt. Wholly unique. He's going to go down as one of the greatest rappers of all time, but as of right now, at this point in his career, number two, Entirely too high. He's top 10, but he's not in the top five right now. I can't be mad at it. 
I wouldn't put him at number one, but I can't be mad at it because the things he's been able to accomplish over his career are absolutely un- insane, unpre- unprecedented, unprecedented. Like, he's the most successful rapper of all time. Let's just put it that way. In all genres, all fields of being an entertainer, being an MC, lyricism is there, flow is there, hits are there, success is there. But there's always just something that doesn't feel right putting him at number one. But I'm not mad at it. So, I mean, that was the... Their top 50 list. It wasn't the worst list. Their criteria, I don't think they really stuck to it as much as they should have. I think putting Kendrick number two is entirely too early to say that. Um, there's definitely some kind of head scratchers in terms of positioning. I can see why some people would be a little upset. But overall, it's actually not that bad of a list. Like, if somebody told me this, that was like a friend, like, I couldn't be too mad at it. Like, all right, like, you got... You hit most of the points, like you hit what you're supposed to. Order it could be different depending on your preferences. Overall, I think it's actually a pretty decent list for some for organization like Billboard, who's not a hip hop entity. It was a great conversation starter though. It was clearly the reason why they put this out there. And it did its job. It had every talking, had everybody up in up in arms getting their parents in a bunch, but I'm not mad at it. Not a bad list. All right. Here's what I want to talk about. We just watched the trailer for the blackening. Absolutely hilarious. I'm there day one. This website called level put out a list and response, maybe sponsored. Didn't see any list, but it looks like it's sponsored post um, surrounding it saying 50 years of black horror characters who didn't see the end credits. For those that know, everybody knows, but there was for I don't even know how long the trope in any horror movie, the black character always died first, always. And if he didn't die first, he for sure was not seeing the end credits. So I. I wanted to talk about this because I want to see what they put together because this is a well-known trope among horror films and films in general. And I want to see what they got. They said 50 years. So let's just kind of go through this. Spider baby. Never heard of it. Black horror OG. Task of delivering a letter to the home of a genetically cursed family. Messenger. Ignores all the suspect signs, wearing skittish neighbors, a house that has some real spooky vibes. It's then to open window, attempts to do his job in a car race, but he's entrapped. He's entrapped and act. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. And this was in the 60s? This came out in the 60s? Okay. I see they were still, I see they were still on that bullshit all the way then, huh?
ride in my spiderweb. And now the spider gets to give the bug a big sting. <laughs> they was also bullshit back in the day, I can tell you that. Uh, Night in Living Dead, nice to say. I kind of remember this one. I kind of remember this scene. Ben was the last man standing in this seminal zombie flick about their escaping horrors of the undead when the early, earliest black horror protagonist was gunned down by officers. Who an absurd case of mistaken. Okay. In an absurd case of mistaken identity bleeds from the vehicle. If anything, this sounds like reality. He survived it all the way to the end, only to be gunned down by officers. Of course. Of course. They're actually way ahead of their time in terms of putting the well, this movie in general is way ahead of time, but this ending was way ahead of his time in general. And this is actually the ending that uh Jordan Peele's considering putting in Get Out. He finally escapes everything, but at the end of the day gets caught by uh officers and gets shot. I'm glad he didn't do that. Don't need that much black drama, but 1968, look, they were talking about that shit in 1968. He survived an entire night of living dead and was shot down by officers. 1968. So do with that what you will. For those of you that think that, you know, this whole conversation has just started up new or that just just started coming around. They've been having these conversations for decades. Jesus, that one. Get up here. Nick, Tony, Steve, you want to get out in that field and build me a bonfire? You, drag that out of here and throw it on the fire. Nothing down here? All right, go ahead down and give him a hand. Let's go check out the house. There's something there. I heard a noise. All right, Vince, hit him in the head, right between the eyes. Good shot. Okay, he's dead. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. that it was you know their way of providing social commentary at that time but who knows that's a topic for another day uh blackula yeah i do remember this one uh how's this for a supernatural drama lieutenant jack peters and Catter's newly transitioned vampire teen in the coffin mistaking you for blackula another vamp who had been a killing spree and stabbed her in the heart with a stake A hot, grief-stricken Black Hila later climbs the roof of a building and allows the morning sun to let it burn. For those that haven't seen Black Hila, it's, uh, it's funny. Not intentionally, but it's funny. 
need for that. Beware the blob, sequence of the blob being as if Argus returning from the article poses best when you see the blue blob. The blob thaws, reanimates, consuming insect, uh, a white cat, and Argus's wife, black wife. Okay. Then Argus next eaten home while watching the original blob on television because, hey, why not go full meta? No video, but there's that is. Um, the Shining. I think a lot of people remember this one, Dick Halloran. Uh, archetypal sacrificial Negro. Halloran gets impaled by Jack Torrance's axe after sensing danger at the Overlook Hotel. His death would not be in vain, though. Wendy and Danny Torrance escaped Halloran's can. This was also bullshit because for those that did not read the book, he doesn't die in the in the hotel. He does not die here. He survives in the book. And I don't know if he did it for, you know, horror reasons. Um, maybe, maybe not. We'll never know. But he does not die in the book. He survives. He survives. Blood tide. Mm, boring. Diamond Random Street 4, The Dream Master. Um, King Cadence, one of them black horror goats. Having suffered that gore and murder of Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Unfortunately, Freddy Krueger's anti blackness kind of left that sense. In the opening scene, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 drives his razor head into Kincaid's stomach. Being a genius, Kincaid tells, tells Freddy, See you in hell. Freddy's response tells me, Freddy Krueger's one of my favorite. Like, horror characters of all time. The comedy in there alone was was just gold. Yo, 
Classic Pop Tart. Yo, what's up? What up, man? Miss along with Scream too. Uh, I think it was Omar Epps. If I remember correctly, Omar Epps had in this one. One of the most blatant instances of black folks dying first in a horror movie was Scream Two. I definitely remember that one. Uh, these lovers don't even make it past the opening scene, making matters worse. Phil dies by not doing. The one thing black will do best, minding their own damn business. <laughs> All right, that's funny. I'll give a level. I'll give a level. Shout out for that one. I remember this. This is like opening scene. David Pinkett Smith, Omar Epps, fairly big names. <laughs> Back when she had hair. I don't like being scared. I don't like that. Baby, it's just a movie. Besides, scary movies are great for play. <laughs> Excuse me? Let's go see Sandra Bullock. Oh, no. Sandra started already. We can stay. Just stop playing so much. Alright. Gotta go to the bathroom. Inside. Yeah. Yeah, I fuck with him, eh? Anime. I don't know, uh. Which one you. Which one you want?
Sorry. Hello? First of all, call a cap on that one. There ain't no way you catch me in there seeing them and just be like, all right, I'm just going to stall and I'm going to leave the stall door open. Now, I remember this whole open scene. I was like, this whole thing was capped, bro. I don't remember a scary movie came out before this or after this, but I think it definitely, this is definitely the reason why they wanted to make a scary movie in the first place because this was some bullshit. Damn business. You wouldn't have been there in the first place. That's why I ain't never messed with Scream series. She was whack. Bubba Hotep, super slept on a cult classic of a movie about uh, a still alive Elvis Presley fighting a mummy. It was fucking wild. Yeah, like I said, what is he leave on the wildest horror movie storylines? President Kennedy survives his assassinate temple and lives out the rest of his days in an old folks' home disguised as a black man. <laughs> there he uh, befriends Rose Presley and dies of a heart attack while doing battle with the reanimated mummy. This was actually a funny one. So that black guy right there was supposed to be um, John F. Kennedy, who survived assassination attempt, and that's the real life Elvis Presley. If you haven't seen go, if you haven't seen Bubba Hotel, bro, go watch that. That shit is wild. Get it, you undead sack of shit. First buffers, Elvis, of course. Um. 
What else? I am legend. Oh. This is one time I would say this is the appropriate ending for sure. He shouldn't have seen the end credits. There were actually two endings I am legend. In the original one, he kills himself and blows up the rest of the zombies or whatever they are so that the woman and her daughter or son, I can't remember, can get away with the cure or the vaccine or whatever he was making. And then the other ending they had, which they didn't go with, he like survives and negotiates with these people or these creatures and like lets them live and like lets them leave. And he goes off with them and produces the cure, which would have been very anticlimactic. I think that's the original ending of the book. But I'm glad he actually went out the way he did. Freddy vs. Jason, Kelly Rowland. Uh, I forgot she was in this movie. And I forgot they killed her. That's pretty funny. I want to watch this one again. After managing to pull Freddy Krueger from the dream world, lead character Lori is seconds away from meeting her maker. But Kia distracts Freddy by insulting his uh, size before Freddy could defend his manhood. Kia backpedals into Jason, who kills with a single comedic blow. Okay. Lori! Think you're so smart, huh, bitch? Freddy! Bruh, he looks so bad. The makeup in this one was so bad. I was actually hyped for this Freddy versus Jason. I thought we were gonna get some some fire, but we got some grade A student film quality shit. How sweet. Dark meat. No! Nah, he ain't just saying no! that. <laughs> no! So you're the one everyone's afraid of? Tell me something. What kind of faggot runs around in a Christmas oh. sweater? I think I'm about to bleep that one. She hit him with the the hard F right there. I mean, come on, get real. You're not even scary. You're not even scary. And let's talk about the butter knives. What is with the butter knives? You trying to compensate for something? Maybe coming up a little short there between the legs, Mr. Kruger? I mean, you got these teeth. Jason has got this big old thing like Yo, that was whack. That movie was so whack. Well, where else we where else, where else they killed us off, man? Saw five, Halloween two, Annabelle, Child's Play. That was a decent list. That was a decent little list. I forgot some of those, but it could all be changing with the black and it coming out here. Uh, it win, but this year, so we watched it earlier in the trailers, but you should definitely go check that one out. All right, last topic I wanted to hit on last article, last list that was kind of worth talking about. They put together a list of uh, the best teachers in teen movies. Ranked. Got me thinking. Seen a lot of movies. 
Get a lot of teen movies. Let's see what they got. This is from uh, Movie Web. 10 Things I Hate About You. I will admit, my favorite, um, my favorite teen movie, rom-com, whatever, of all time is 10 Things I Hate About You. Absolutely my favorite. So it deserves to be on the list. In the modern age, Shakespeare rendition of Taming the Shrew, Ten Things I Hate About You are a pace with the typical ongoings of high school relationship troubles. Some great slapstick comedy, Mr. Morgan, plays an English teacher that has to put up with troubled teens. He seems genuinely to want to teach his students. But the rude and inappropriate comments come out to know it all. Feminists drive his edge cat, drive this educator up a wall. He was the black teacher from things he's ahead about you. I agree with this. He was very good in this movie. Mean Girls. I will admit, I'm a fan of Mean Girls. Seen it more than once. Tina Fey. And it automatically, that's a W. That's a W. And she's like the main teacher, main teacher, person, conflict, whatever in this. All right, I agree with that one too. The Blind Side, very troublesome movie. Not a fan of it. Um, for many reasons that you can easily Google and find, but uh, I I wasn't a fan. And so I don't really remember her being in this one. I just remember the mom who was Sandra Bullock being in every scene, but all right. Perks of being a wildflower. I don't think I've ever seen that, but Paul right in there. I can agree with that just because it's Paul Rudd. Edge of 17. Also, haven't seen it, but Woody Harrelson in the lead. can also agree with that because Woody Harrelson is also a stud actor. The Karate Kid. I thought this was a teen movie. I didn't think, I thought James Smith was like 10 years old. But Jackie. Number five. Okay. No. Take that back. How can you put... I take that back completely. How can you put Jackie Chan's Mr. Miyagi over the original Mr. Miyagi? The original Mr. Miyagi is the reason any of this exists. The original Mr. Miyagi, he was actually teaching a teen. And this new one can't touch any of the OGs. They had a whole spinoff series that went on for like five, five seasons on Netflix. Nah, if you're going to put Karate Kick, you have to put the OG. This ain't it. Uh, what else? Precious. I don't remember. I only seen it once. I just remember being a pretty horrible and mean movie. Didn't enjoy it. Good for his acting. Good performances. But wasn't my cup of tea, so I can't speak to that one. Deadpool Society. It's kind of crazy that's not number one because that is like a lot of people's all-time favorite movies and arguably arguably his arguably Robin Williams's greatest role. Number three is kind of crazy. Freedom Riders. It was a decent movie. 
not very memorable. I don't know. I can't really say that she was there. Stand and deliver. This would be my number two behind um, Robin in Dead Poets Society. Jimmy Escalante. Played by Edward James Olmos. It was a good movie. So I could say that. But this list actually made me think of like other things that they missed. For one, higher learning. Um, who was the teacher in that one? They definitely slept on higher learning and the teaching. They slept on Dangerous Minds, which was a movie that I watched entirely too many times when I was a kid. Large part, thanks to Coolio, but Dangerous Minds. Um, I mean, looking back on it with Michelle Pfeiffer as lead, going to like this all minority type school in the hood, and she's like, <laughs> gonna bring them to like, you know, to bear and lighten them was a little like mm, looking back is a little cringy. Like, damn, that's what it was back in the day. But, but when I was young, I can't lie. I was a fan. And her is Luann Johnson. She would make the list for me of uh, top teachers in, in movies. This says teen movies. But they also threw in Jackie Chan, who was teaching Jane Smith, who was clearly like, 10 years old in this one. And I think teen movies, I'm thinking high school, 13, 14. So I'm going to break that rules too. Jack Black, School of Rock. He deserves to be in this list. How he's not in here is another baffling one. This is one of the greatest kids uh school movies of a modern era so how he's not in there i don't know and this is what i was speaking of with uh dangerous minds michelle pfeiffer luann johnson comes into a hood school yeah and uh turns it around What else? Matilda? Come on, Mo. Matilda's in there, 1,000%. Obviously not Miss Trunchbull, but uh, who's the teacher? What was her name? It was Miss, um, Miss Honey. That's what it was. Miss Honey is the all-time of GOAT teachers. I'm sorry. Out of almost any movie. Even over Robert Williams, Matilda was like one of my favorite movies of all time when I was a kid. So her not being that list is another big, uh, you're missing, you're missing it. Harry Potter, all those teachers, you can pick from them. Like, I don't even know. There's a ton you can pick from. Goodwill Hunting. 
another one you can miss out with the teacher maybe not a team but but here's one absolutely top five top three lean on me featuring morgan freeman hard-nosed teacher but was always there for his students lean on me top three he top three is morgan freeman too a young morgan freeman what's the last time you seen a young morgan freeman young ish morgan freeman did have the grace but I just remember him chaining up the doors, doing lock-ins. Like, he was not to be messed with. Look at him. With the bat and all. Yeah, yeah. Lean on me. Top three. But, yeah, that's it. Um, reacted to a lot. Talked about a lot. About the 50 greatest rappers list, teen teachers list, 50 deaths of black characters in horror movies. Talk about a lot, man. Went in, getting back into the flow of things, getting legs back under us. Um, like I said, our first Let's Chat stream of the year. Definitely have a lot more planned. Have more guests coming up. Probably have a guest next week. I have another guest the week after and just keep it going from there. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that. But before all that, we'll be back next week, probably Monday with another now spinning stream. We're going to talk about the latest music that just came out. Music submissions from you guys. Um, if there are any topics that you think that you want us to talk about, let us know in the comments down below, wherever you're watching this. Um, if you want to support us, give us a follow, go subscribe if you're feeling it, or just go follow us on uh, YouTube, Instagram, Wherever, wherever you guys kind of are, we probably are too. But uh, yeah, like I said, that's it for this year's, for this week's streams and tonight's stream in particular. Thank you guys for joining us. And uh, we'll be back shortly. Keep living life fearless. Peace.